We're back. Whole Milk episode number 25, Monday night edition. As always, joined by AJ. What's poppin', people? It's AJ. Back again with another podcast. And returning after uh, not being a main guest in a little while, we got Clint. I'm always in the background, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, hear, I hear you guys talking on the podcast all the time, so. That's true. We're going out tonight. We're going to watch the Monday night game. Uh, me and Mitch have a little... Uh, showdown tonight. I've got, I'm, I'm holding a lead on him, but he's got Lamar Jackson coming for that booty. Um, we'll get into the matchups, but uh, current current surprises right now. Uh, Scott showed up and has scored 50 points so far. Or didn't show up. Well, yeah, actually, more <laughs> applicable. Uh, and he's playing Ben, who decided to score 127 points this week. Damn. Um. Really just a very diverse set of points. Uh, Sean and Kevin are both, they're going to have the second and third highest scoring games this week, and they're playing each other. And then on the other side of the spectrum, you've got Scott at 50. Devin's currently at 70. You don't have to say Clint currently at 33. DB locked in at 71. Um, Bench and Debo again. DB, what, what do we have to do to get you to play Debo saying over? Maybe it's like a. Uh, maybe there's only enough territory for one DB. You no, know, I can't. I, I was trying to work out it's a just, Debo DB. Punk. DB hates the white scale players. I don't understand, but <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, so it's gonna. There's actually gonna be a lot of movement this week uh, with Kevin and Dan yes. scoring a decent amount of points. Um, and Dan winning almost certainly. Well, yeah. So that's and a lot of the other six and five teams losing. That's the that's what I'm running into right now is yeah. that everyone below me is going to win, and I currently have a uh, thirty point lead on Mitchell, but twenty five point lead. But he's got Lamar and the Ravens D left tonight, and I think Lamar himself can take care of this. Um, personally, I got screwed this week. Derek Carr got benched in the third quarter. Uh, just a Gruden show of force against the Jets, which you never would have expected. Um, that would for that playoff round. Yeah, <laughs> you got screwed. I'm getting beat by Jason, one in ten. Yeah, but like, let's let's okay, we'll dive in. That's the only thing is, if I would have played, if I would have had a regular quarterback performance, it would have made tonight very exciting versus just accepting the L. So, yeah, same with mine and Devin's matchup because he had Jameis and could have played him, but he played Carson Wentz over him. So we would, if he'd have played Jameis, we'd have been essentially tied right now. Yeah, which that's a toss up, yeah. you know. I've cup and Everett, so. Um, Clint's team, you don't expect Matt Ryan got pulled. That's another one you don't expect. Um, yeah, he fumbled the ball twice, right? And uh, I think he lost one of them, and he threw an interception in the game. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, well, you expect because he's playing Tampa Bay, and that's like the worst. They have like the worst coverage. Yeah, they just usually give a lot of points. I just don't understand. Like, that division must be – all those games must be played in the the Bermuda Triangle. It must have just shifted over. Because, like, with the Falcons shutting down the Saints, the other – like, I just don't – like, how do you predict that shit? I don't think did did Trey Edmonds get hurt, or what was the deal with him? No, Benny Snell. Yeah, Benny Snell was – Oh, Snell took it all. And they started running this other guy. They drafted him in the sixth round. I literally never heard of him. But he had, like, three breakaway runs, too. So, Clint – Clint still has Ingram and Gurley tonight. I mean, it wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility that they both score 20. I mean, you still lose, but yeah. you put up a respectable score. Uh, That's what I'm playing for right now. It's just respect. 
Crowder Crowder has two points when the Jets score 34. That's unfortunate. Same with Sanders, two points and a 37-point outing. Well, we we talked about Sanders last week, potentially still being injured. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, Ryan Griffin managed a touchdown. Cincinnati defense actually wasn't that bad of a play, but... Yeah, I mean, we talked about some of these matchups with Jason's team last week. Like, Darnold went off again. Chubb went off against the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Bo Scarborough, steady work. Um, Marvin Jones, Sterling Shepard chipping in. Buffalo defense, big output from them. So he definitely had the matchups for his team. Indeed. I looked up the uh, for our Browns bet. Um, I just looked it up, too. Oh, did you? Mm-hmm. Baker's finish, which... I mean, it's just, I think part of it's that I didn't expect the explosion of Kyler Murray and Lamar Jackson this year. Yeah. Um, I, I, I predicted. Yeah. Kyler Murray's five right now, DB. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Chubb's at six right now. Yes, which Chubb's at six. I, that's fine because it's still tight between him and a couple people. Yeah, if, if, he comes between, if you come between five and ten for the purposes of our bet, it's a wash. So well, yeah, I think he'll finish top five though. I I think Kareem Hunt's looked better personally. They've looked really good. Well, Chubb has been he's been carrying people downfield. He's been an impressive runner. Yeah, uh, I just I don't know. I just think I think Kareem Hunt's just looked better. I don't know. They've been a nice one-two punch. Um, they're blocking for each other. They're running two backfield sets, and it's mm-hmm. I think it's been hard for defenses the past couple weeks. Um. Landry's actually down. He's the one. He's got more points than Odell after yesterday's game. Yeah, he's at like fourteen or something like um, that. And he there's wide receivers a kind of a crapshoot right now because there's I didn't put my phone on silent. If that pops up on the recording, that's <laughs> going to. Um, but uh, the wide receivers were actually really tight. There's a bunch of wide receivers that were within the 140, 150 point range. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's still out there. We'll see. But just an update for all of you that are closely following this situation. Yeah, it's still kind of tight. The um, the Njoku thing, obviously, because the injury didn't work out. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of just hoping on these those three guys. We didn't pin it down to all skill positions. No, because I mentioned Njoku as a sleeper top five. Yeah, but I, I was only going to let you put Njoku in there if he was going to be in the top five. I wasn't going to count it against you if he wasn't. Oh, gotcha. So, okay, gotcha. Um, so there's that update. Yeah, Dan and Kevin uh, both looking to get wins, looking like they're going to have wins this week, um, mm-hmm. which would keep them very much in the playoff hunt. Uh, Scott's should be okay still just because he had jumped out to such a good start. Well, um, but if, if he loses next week, like watch out because there's going to be three, seven, and five teams, and no matter what, Dan or I, looking almost certainly like a seven and five, seven and five matchup, one of us is going to win. And hop Scott if he loses, and Devin could still win next week. And hop Scott if he loses. Yeah, so Devin's going to be in an interesting spot, but he scored enough points that I think he'll be okay. Yeah, no, yeah, Devin will be fine. I'm just saying Scott should be worried because, like, if if we both win, and like Kevin's team has been pretty hot of late, like his players are playing pretty well. So if Kevin wins and we win, and then Scott loses, Scott should be out of the playoffs. I do like Kevin uh, getting on the Browns bandwagon. He cut yeah. New England's D. And is only rostering oh. the Browns now. Got his best player. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so we'll see if that comes back to bite him. I uh, I scooped him off. Wa- uh, I might have actually put a waiver claim on him because they still play Miami. And uh, you have you you got him. Well, I got. I didn't remember if I used a waiver spot. Oh, because yeah. that was one you thing. Where I, I've been happy that I've been managing my waiver after I was asking you about how the mm-hmm. our waiver yeah. works after eight years or right. whatever. <laughs> um, 
That's fair. But I was surprised to see them sitting out there. So we'll see if not getting 30 points a week from his defense hurts Kevin or not. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, we've been talking about it all year about how the easy the Browns schedule is coming down mm-hmm. the stretch. So having Baker and the Browns defense and some of these other guys is going to benefit you. Well, yeah, we'll see how the D holds up. Um, they've got the Cardinals who playing better than expected. Sure. Obviously, Garrett's gone. Uh, we've lost. We've had issues with the health of our safeties. Uh, so we'll see how that play, plays out. Um, we get Ogunjobi back from suspension and Olivier Vernon's coming back from injury. So that's a big uh, help for us. Um, hopefully the offense just starts clicking and we can outpace whatever issues our defense has. Yeah, I mean, you're gonna you're playing them every week except for you're thinking about maybe benching them against the Cardinals potentially and you're definitely benching them against the Ravens. But other than that, yes. you're playing them every week. Um. Let's see other news. I didn't see the report, but Dalton may be coming back. Yeah, he's yeah. starting. Oh, that's official. Yes, yeah, they have permanently benched Ryan Finley so, this season. Interesting. They, they saw enough in two games, as did we all watching yes, the games. He's horrible. That should be enough to get the Bengals a win. I think they beat the Raiders or the Steelers with Dalton starting. Yeah, maybe. Um, I don't know their full rest of season schedule. Um, we've got, do you have the Jets? We've got the Jets and the Dolphins. This week, and then the Dolphins. Dolphins on the road. The Jets have been rolling, so we'll see about that. Um, we've got you guys are home and away, and then we've got the Patriots. So that's an obvious L. But yeah. It's the first time the Browns and the Jets have both been on a – I don't know. The, I'm, I'm going to not deliver this perfectly, but they've both, they're on a three-win streak together for the first time since 1986. Okay. So fun fact <laughs> for some of the down teams in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, that's about it right now. Uh, yeah. What else? Well, just just like throw a, like a, a shout out to the other ones. Like we got what Zach's got uh, beat DB locked in by twenty points. Um, what was the other one? Oh yeah, I guess we already talked. Frank's locked in. Dan just has to get three or four points out of uh, Robert Woods and Gus Edwards. Uh, was there any one other ones? We 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 wanted to hear guys a little bit. That's one that could randomly not happen though. I it's thought not, that like. I heard last week that Robert Woods had a good chance to not play, and like it looks, he's, he's been not dealing even, with he's not even questionable. He's so. been dealing with family there issues. Is. Back early, <laughs> but Gus Edwards, like game flow, Gus Edwards could get just schemed out. I'd, yeah, I, I, I just I, I think the most likely scenario is the Ravens go up big early and the Rams have to chase. So in yeah. that that case, that's good for Robert. In that case, that's good. I hope Mark. Who had Mark Ingram? You do. Yes. I yeah, hope he has fifty points tonight because that, that can just we could just limit uh, limit Lamar a little bit, right, Mitch? Mitchell agreed with me. Um, I'm trying to look for any other Lamar for thirty points. <laughs> Jason's looking to snap a L seven streak. Well, All those guys are just trying to build momentum going into the shit-offs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mitch looks like if he beats you, he's basically ra- uh, wrapped up a first-round bye. I think Sean, if he wins tonight, too, basically the same thing. Yeah, with Scott losing. So yeah. there's me. And Devin breaking a W4, actually. So do we know the teams that are going to be in the shit? Like, yeah. It's, it's you, yeah. you on down to the bottom. You, okay. Zach, Frank, Ben, Jason. Jason, for sure. Yeah. And then now... Ryan and Mitchell's matchup, DB definitely losing, puts him in that conversation. Um, I well, I yeah, we're I'm projecting myself to be in it, but I, I'll take a first round, especially if Frank he can t- continue to s- no, he won't be able to make it down there. I would love to. I almost want to throw a game to try and play Frank. Like, <laughs> like depending on how next week shapes up, like hey, there's there's no um. 
I'm trying to what, what's what's the phrase for it? I I don't really care about integrity that much. As, as long as we're not talking about collusion. But collusion Yeah, but like, if, if you, I mean, I, like, if you want to bench your team and fucking throw a game so you have an easier sack off matchup, like, do whatever you got to do to get out of the goddamn sack off. Because I, what I want to do is avoid playing Ben, really. Ben, honestly, t- has I, been I, I talked about it last week. I, I, I thought, I think Ben's going to have an easy work of his, as long as he doesn't play one of the better teams. But Well, that's the thing, is if he gets matched up with. Kevin or me or something like that. Like it'll at least it'll be tight. But um, if he if it's Clint <clears throat> or <laughs> hey, I've seen the matchups from my uh, players that are coming up and they they're really good matchups. So we'll see. Oh, you you're already forecasting two yeah, weeks ahead. Forecasting <laughs> weeks in the head. Um, that's looking ahead. Yeah, yeah. that suck my first year in the uh, old milk league and I get a skim. Well, it's happened before. Just don't pull a Taco Bell breakfast. Yeah, yeah, it's like, it, yeah, it's like coming up in the Premier League and immediately going right back down. Hey, hey, hi. Do we want to try and make playoff predictions? Uh, who's going to win? I, I mean, like, who's going to make it? Oh, I mean, yeah. just like a week out. You know? Yeah. All right, Mitch, Sean, Scott, Devin. That's four. AJ. Uh, I don't know who Kevin has next week. That's part of what's... He's playing DB. So that actually could be for a spot. It is almost certainly going to be for a spot. Yeah. Well, it depends on who, That's true. who wins this week, too. You're, you're right, you're right, yeah. Kevin still does have to beat, secure the victory against Sean, and I would have to beat Devin for sure. Yeah. So it's really just the six. I think, AJ, if you... Have you you haven't locked your win, have you? I have. I'm up 15 points, and I have Cupremius Covington the third and Geraldine Everett, and he has Hollywood Brown. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna yeah. So I'm gonna slide you in, and then that. Whoa, and then uh, boy, I don't know. It's such a toss up because there's still gonna be probably four teams vying for that last spot. So my prediction is uh, Mitch and Sean with the buys, and then I actually have. Devin at the third seed, and then I have, um, let me see, I'm trying to think, how can I spin this so that Scott's not in the playoffs? <laughs> I mean, it's easy. If Scott loses next week, he's probably going to get points out of the playoffs. So, well, what's he's still got, but he still has eight wins. Yeah. So, so he'd be eight and I'm five. So, we'd have to have at least three people. Went out with but Devin. Dan, Kevin, and AJ will but, all have seven but, wins. But Dan and I play each other. Yeah. Okay, so that's still Kevin and Dan. I'm sorry, Kevin and AJ. Yes, I. I, I so think it's that Kevin there's... coming up to take him out then. But then, but DB's falling down. Yeah. So. So Scott might mm-hmm. be safe just on the back. There's end. yeah. I, I'm actually as we're talking through it. There's no way Scott can't make the playoffs, yeah. which sucks. But I, I think that Scott will end up getting the sixth seed. He could wander into a Mitch-Scott matchup and lose by 30. Well, so if I get the bye, he'd be matched up with the third place uh, team, right which would be I need either Sean or, I guess, maybe Devin. I want to fight for that damn three seed, because if Scott gets or, or whatever, I just want to play Scott, is all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm even, right I just want to do what I can to play Scott. If it... You know, if he ends up winning and then I need to lose or something, or I don't know. I guess I need to win no matter what, but, yeah. Mitch, do you have any football takes from the weekend? 
Um, Bengals still suck. Did you hear they're uh, starting Dallas? <laughs> they are. <laughs> it should. It, honestly, it should have probably been this week. Yeah, it should. It was. Sorry, Ryan just handed me a delicious looking beer. So oh yeah, I didn't advertise my beer yet. That's that's an important one. Good thing they didn't put them in because we're deliberately Sugar Shack from Third Street Brewhouse gets a, a two thumbs up from me. It's a maple stout, and it's at Aldi. It was at Aldi. They sold out when I went back for more, but uh, it's delicious. High recommend, especially for you, Dan. You love stouts. <laughs> but uh, no, to to Clint's point. Yeah. Uh, I wish they would have. I wish the Bengals would have taken the matchup against the Steelers a bit more uh, seriously because I think this is some something the the Bengals fans could have rallied around. Oh yeah, even with a really awful season. Since we um, haven't beat the Steelers in like, like five years, probably longer. We're like sixteen and eighteen at home against the Steelers. We're actually better at Heinz Field. At least Ben Roethlisberger's <laughs> isn't your stadium's winningest quarterback. I mean that's true. <laughs> But he's probably close. No, no, no. no. Andy's Andy's got more than what about Carson. No, but I, I'm I'm talking like division matchups or whatever. Oh, yeah. Outside of the Bengals, he probably is. Sprites. Anyway, there's no less crack for you guys. <laughs> this is a Sprite by. Obey the Coke? thirst. Well, wasn't, wasn't that it's Coke, Coke now? Coke, yeah. Coca-Cola. Oh, yeah. Wasn't that the old LeBron commercial? Obey your thirst or whatever. Yeah. Oh, the LeBron, the LeBron Christmas Sprite commercial is going to start playing. So if you see like a low quality, uh, weird Christmas basketball Sprite hybrid, that's. I mean, it's the time of the year. It's just him marching through, t- running through Tiananmen Square, bowling over protesters. While advertising Sprite <laughs> Cranberry, of course. <laughs> Sprite Cranberry. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, there weren't not too many exciting games. The Saints almost got royally screwed. The, the league tried to stick their own pass interference rule against them. I mean, they did. Well, they did, they just, but they yeah, just yeah. won. They uh, won because Carolina's kicker sucks. Yeah, he missed, he missed two, two extra, extra points, points. Yeah, and, and the field goal. Yeah, that layup field goal at the end. Um, the Saints were the driving force in getting the pass interference review in, uh, installed this year, and then it rarely have they overturned calls, and then they overturned one against the Saints that damn near lost them the game. Probably should have <laughs> lost them the game, but uh, yeah, just a lot of just a lot of bad to mediocre play this weekend. Yeah, although I, I do want to give a shout out to the Jets uh, for making the first overall pick Crunch. really easy to obtain, uh, and and the the, uh, the, the Redskins the as well. Uh, we don't say that. We said the Washington Football Team on this podcast. Oh, sorry, this is PG. The yeah, two game yeah, lead for the Bengals right now on that first pick. Love yeah, it. we're looking good. We're looking good. The Packers are a fraud, obviously. Yeah. Um, well, the Niners are good. I, they're not. They should not be have beat the Packers like that. If we're talking not about like that, but if we're talking like, about frauds, the Cowboys are the frauds. I don't. They, they, they just like they it. just had a couple bad drops. Like Dak was making some stick throws on fourth downs, and they were just yeah, not catching. They don't have the Cowboys. The coaching's terrible. They don't have any. Also wins. that too. Their defense is kind of falling apart this year, and I'm not sure why. I haven't really watched them all that closely. They're just like, it's a, they're all an offensive team, and they're, Clint's right, they're limited by their coaching staff. I think that their players, I just don't know, I, I like, I, I was looking through the picks a couple weeks ago, and the Packers were like 8-1 and one or whatever, and I was like, what the fuck? They did get like, screwed on the tripping call 
at the end of the game last night. Patriots are calling for it pregame. Must have been. Yeah. They called tripping like four times. When have uh, they ever called they, tripping? So I, there was it, it got posted to Reddit. There were two tripping calls in the Cowboys game last night, and there have only been four called in the league this season. So <laughs> Patriots voodoo. Yeah, that's usually what it is. Yeah. Falcons were a fraud, obviously. It's I mean, they were never making it anyways, up. but but I mean, we thought for two weeks we might have something, and like I don't know, I don't know what the hell to do with my Saints this week because they're playing the Falcons on Thursday night. They just looked like shit against them at home, and now they have to go to Atlanta, and like I have solid options that I'm probably going to play. I'm probably just going to just wait and see it with the, this game being that important to me. My, I mean, it, it kind of depends on what you're you're looking for because the Saints defense in general is kind of taking a, a small step back. Yeah, so Lattimore's been hurt. Yeah, well, right, right. Uh, through no fault of their their own, honestly, but mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like they're playing at the same level because of stuff like Lattimore getting hurt. For sure. Um, so it, it might just be a good play because of that. The Falcons have never had a terrible offense; they just haven't really met their their former standard. Yeah, their defense wasn't all that bad in that game. It's just they got game scripted out of it, and they were just on the field so much that they just ended up being bad. But I heard Austin yeah, Hooper might be coming back too. So you know, they that's rushing. just modern medicine is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Between him and Saquon, and there's been a couple. It's just like. Yeah, this person's gonna be out, no doubt, six to eight weeks, and like a week and a half later, they're like jogging in practice. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm gonna wander into another Cleveland hot take since that's just kind of a hobby of mine. Uh, hot take today will be that the Browns will win their first playoff game since 1992, I believe, approximately then. Yeah, right after uh, the bank. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, no, because you guys have the longest streak. Yep. Um, but I say that based on a couple things. Uh, one, I think the Bills are pretty much locking down the wild card right now, which is absurd because I think they're a fraud. I don't think they're that good. Um, Josh Allen played well yesterday. Vegas agrees with you, but I don't know if I do. I think they've got a really, really solid defense. I think they've just benefited from playing – a weak schedule. They lost. They lose to the good team. They lose to the good teams they play. The three of them. I mean, they yeah, won. They have eight they lost, wins. Yeah, they lost to. And I, I, I'm recording on my phone. But they lost to the Patriots, the Browns, and one more team. Well, they get to play the, they get to the Patriots again. Yeah. Wasn't that game pretty close though? I mean, they it, didn't it lose was. By a large amount. Yeah, they, yeah just, they, they were the only team that didn't get shit on by the Patriots in the first five weeks, and they lost yeah. by six. I mean, who, I mean, did they beat anyone in particular of, of note? I mean, yeah, who's their best win? We're going to go college on it. Who's their best win? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they have. I mean, but I mean, you play the you play the schedule that's picked for you. Yeah, like, like, no, no, it's, no, okay. it's not their fault that the Jets and the Giants are fucking horrible. No, I still, I'm still saying I think I think they're going to be a lock for that wild card spot. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, well, I mean, I mean, they get to play the the Cowboys this week on Thursday night. Well, or Thursday afternoon. We'll see. Oh, that'd be interesting. Well, Thursday's a toss up, no matter what. Thursday oh, yeah. has black voodoo stuff. Anyways, yeah. The Browns, then you beat the Steelers, and then you beat the Ravens. They mysteriously dropped 40 on the Ravens earlier this year. Yeah. Um, but outside of that, if they can win the games ahead of them in a weak AFC, I think the AFC South is going to cannibalize itself. Um, the Steelers currently have a lock on – or not a lock, but Steelers currently have the second wild card spot. Um, yeah, very beautiful team. I don't, I don't see them holding on to that. Yeah, that's kind of an outlier. They're they're missing. They're on their. It's their fourth string quarterback technically because they traded um, Josh Josh Dobbs. 
Yeah, uh, I don't know. Yeah, they something traded, like that. And then Mason's down, gone, and yeah, Duck is in there. Juju's out. He might be out again this week. Uh, James Conner's hurt again for the second or third time this season. Uh, so I don't see them hanging on to that. Then you've got the Titans, the Colts. And the, the Raiders. Ra- all of six wins. Uh, Raiders have a favorable schedule coming up, but they do have to play the Chiefs and the Chargers, which I don't think are gimmies. I don't think the Chargers are as bad as their record is. But um, Philip Rivers is, so that's all that matters. Yeah, Philip Rivers is the ultimate anti-clutch quarterback. Ultimate. He's like the Cincinnati Bengals of quarterbacks. <laughs> I'm surprised he's not a Bengal. That's true. Well, because they keep resigning him, that's why. Maybe they'll let him go and we'll pick him up. Anyways, if so, yeah. you, you guys, you you have to win your four non-Ravens games. You have to. If, yes. you, lose, if you drop one of those, it's over. Which will be absurd anyways if we go on a winning streak like that. Um, but if we beat the Bills once... I think rather convincingly. So if we get matched up with him back again in the playoffs, I would feel good uh, about that game. And then we could go get smoked by the Patriots. <laughs> Although we played them well. But that's a no, I'm not ready for that take. I mean, do you want me to just say it? Patriots aren't good this year. They're, they're worse than Ooh, last year. They're like going to go down. I'm to the Ravens. To the dribbling down, to Browns. Bitch. In, the, in the AFC Championship game, they'll lose to the Ravens. Quadrupling down. God, the Ravens look unstoppable right now. Who's yeah, their other loss? I mean, some of their, their it losses was, are it's, 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 it was, it's the Browns. It was ridiculous. The Browns scored 40 on them, and then they have one other loss. It, I'm trying to, I feel I'm like trying it's, to think about what It's probably like the Titans or something dumb like that. Have they it's, played the Niners yet? Season. Is it not no, they play the Niners next week. Ooh, that'll be fun. Um, hang on. Oh, oh, they lost to the Chiefs with Pat. Hmm. Oh, okay, before he got hurt and was playing Cobble. Oh, that, uh, that was a shootout, but Lamar had garbage time. 33 mm-hmm. Well, but Lamar had like two or three fourth quarter TDs to make it a game. Yeah, he had, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he had the one. Well, it, it was well, also it like he played horribly. Like he kept, yeah. Just, yeah. He kept throwing up these... Weird, like Mitchell and I were watching the game at the clubhouse. He would just throw up bombs like you would not believe, and they were like, he was throwing across his body, like it was bad. Well, yeah, so, which game was that? Was like, like the, the third game third, of the week. Third game. Third that game. Was, so, yeah, that was his heat check week, and he still yeah, scored exactly. like twenty four fantasy points or something yeah. like that. Like he's been a he had that, rusher, that was his that was his Blake Bortles performance of the year, where that's right. low, sure. low, 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 boom. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think the Patriots have played in very bad weather the past two weeks. Um, they got Nikhil Harry coming back. He looked pretty good last night. Uh, and I just won't bet against Bill Belichick. Drops, man. Too many drops on offense. Yeah. Julian Edelman, Nikhil Harry, Rex Burkhead, Jacoby Myers all had a bad drop in that game. Well, yeah, eventually, was- if you just sign bad wide receivers, you're going to feel well, I mean, the repercussions of that. But what if they draft bad wide receivers? But they cut the goat. <laughs> they sent Josh Gordon out to Seattle. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. He's not, he's not a big guy <laughs> on the field. So. All right. We're going to hard segue over into movies. Uh, actually, I was kind of surprised about how long we talked about NFL on a Monday night. But uh, So we saw two movies last week. Uh, me, AJ, and Clint saw Terminator Dark Fate. And then me, AJ, and Mitch saw, excuse me, Jojo Rabbit. So we're going to kick it off with Dark Fate. We saw that one first. Uh, AJ, what did you think of Dark Fate? Um, I thought it was fine for what it was. Um, it's basically just like a retread of Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Uh, there are some minor tweaks in it, 
Uh, I thought the action was solid for the most part. I thought there were some scenes that were cut poorly. Um, I loved Linda Hamilton in the movie. I loved Mackenzie Davis in the movie. Um, I wasn't crazy about, I guess, the character that would say is the lead, although I don't really know. I don't know her name off the top of my head. Natalia Reyes. Um, I'd, I'd have to look that up. But Damn Ar- Ar- Arnold was good. Um, so, like, the performance. But, like... There were just so many things in the plot that just made no fucking sense. Also, I, I was just good. Uh, Gabriel Luna, who played uh, the bad Terminator. Yeah, I mean, he just, I, 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 I like him. He was in Agents of Shield as Ghost Rider. I don't know yeah, if you picked up yeah, on that. Yeah. Um, I thought he was good in there. I liked how I thought he did the like cold killing machine Terminator part well, and then also he plays like I don't know six different personalities as he's mimicking people and I liked those quick brief switches where he's a southern country boy and he's a he's a whatever a Mexican killer and whatnot mm. and I liked those bursts of personality or whatever yeah I thought it was um, okay I, he is he has the same face the whole movie I don't think it was that t- t- tough of a performance no oh no I don't think it was the same with Robert Patrick they're like hey just walk around and act menacing uh, <laughs> I don't know I, I, I get a lot more of that humanity balance out of Robert Patrick I think Interesting. his performance okay. is better um, but yeah Natalia Reyes I was right um, that is the name of the lead I didn't, she was the she worst part she doesn't have a whole lot to do you know she's a relatively new actor um, but yeah I just like I, I mean well, I mean, we could go into a plot-by-plot plot detail, even though I forgot about most of the movie at this point. But there's just, especially when it gets to the, like, the late second, early third act, there's just so much shit that happens that just doesn't make sense. What'd you think, Clint? I think it was one of the better Terminator movies. Not a high bar. Not a high yeah, bar. exactly. There's not many to choose from. Top half. <laughs> Definitely top half. But uh, I was very concerned at the beginning because I was getting bored with it. Because it seemed a lot like what AJ said, Terminator 2. See, I liked the beginning more than the end. I liked well, the end. What about when Mackenzie Davis walks through the place with a shotgun with a coat over her? <laughs> oh, it's hanging out the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> Shane and I were just laughing. Just, How does no one see this? <laughs> that was pretty funny. Arnold just falls out of a plane and they're like, oh, you left this in the plane. Like, he's... In a battle, he's no, the syringe and all that. I will he just has this in his pocket. Overall, I loved... Arnold's comic relief, um, yeah. especially when he's talking about the drapes. Uh, he's good. Like, yeah, he's good in it. Um, or why people like him. Yeah. Even though he's a machine, because I'm <laughs> extremely funny. He's, I listen well, I'm patient, and I have a great sense of humor. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. He was just born to play that role, and it's just like... I, I liked. I don't. I, I don't know how logical all that stuff of him, like essentially growing a conscience, is. I actually liked. I liked how they did that with we had I had one mission I finished my mission and he didn't have a purpose and then I I found a new purpose like mm-hmm. okay I can see that in a like an AI that learns and has a mission like that okay mm-hmm. I, I think that was handled well like to explain why he's back in the movie yeah um I liked it I think I went in with low expectations and it exceeded that I think the first action scene the 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 whole, I, they got into a third act action scene within the first fifteen minutes of the movie. Yeah, I mean they do the same thing in Judgment Day with the car chase. Yeah, and I liked I liked the car chase they did here. I I know it paralleled pretty hard that movie, but I also liked how they. I didn't think it was lazy in the ways they. They have a new timeline. Yeah. And I actually liked that basically the future was relatively inevitable. I, oh, I was thinking indubitably. I was thinking Kawhi. I had Kawhi on the mind there. Uh, but that hey, hey, hey. no matter what you do, some the 
someone's still going to create an AI that thinks humans are the plague and try to kill them off. And um, I thought Natalia Reyes was the weakest part. Um, her fuck fake fuck fate speech was bad. Yeah, uh, not, someone, just not believable. It's the same someone right. described her as a Disney character where she's just like all done up and has these braids in the future when she's leading a rebellion for some reason. Yeah. Like and, like, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't think she could carry a movie on her own. So I think that's the issue is that everybody you name that gave a good performance wouldn't necessarily be in a future installment. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, I liked it. It was a good use of the movie pass. I'm, ha- I'm happy I saw it. It just, I don't know that I would have seen it without the pass, but yeah. You know, if you go to a five dollar Tuesday, it's definitely worth it. So yeah, if if you want to skip it like Mitchell did, I think totally fair. If you want to see it, you're not going to be disappointed, but you're definitely going to be at some points to be like, "What the hell?" And also, Mackenzie Davis, you could whip me with that chain any day. Oh, I would like to say so on the the movie review podcast I listened to. They brought up that they she was the first one that wasn't sexualized at all. Yeah, yeah they like made her very. Yeah, and, she looks hot. They though. made her very androgyn androgynous. Is that the right? Am I saying that properly? Are you trying to say like... Androgynous. That's the word I'm looking for. Anyways. But I thought she was really good looking. I heard a tank top and jeans. Like, that's Um, that's enough. Yeah, because they're like, that haircut's never looked good on a girl or a boy. I was like, oh, okay. Uh, Yeah. I don't know if we talked about the podcast, but I'm a big fan of the short hair. So, obviously. Ooh, see, yeah, I'm not usually. God, I'm all on the short hair. Emma Watson. Who's the girl that Sam loves from John Wick? Ruby Rose. Ruby Rose, Rose love. No, oh, I know some of them turn out to be lesbians, which is unfortunate. But I mean, there are some girls that can definitely pull off the short. Oh, hair. absolutely. And there's other ones. Oh, it's few and far between for I, me. I, I Scarlett Johansson. Oh yeah. Oh, well, we'll get to ScarJo when you miss this because <laughs> me and AJ agreed on the take from JoJo Rabbit about ScarJo, but yeah. we'll get there shortly. Oh. Do you two have any other takes about Terminator Dark Fate? Nope. That's- the whipping the chain bit was supposed to be my closing bit. Sorry. It's okay. You could ask her to whip you again. <laughs> Please. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So then we're going to segue over into Jojo Rabbit. Uh, so Clint didn't see that, but Mitchell did. We went down yep. to Newport on a Friday night for it. Went to Brothers. Went to the AMC down there. Really liked the experience of the area, the theater. Mm-hmm. It was all nice. For sure. Yeah, Brothers is sweet. I First, love to make a trip down there just for like a, a day instead of, you know, a movie. Yeah. Yeah. The theater is surprisingly nice. It looks like it's based in the middle of a mall, but it's pretty excellent. Yeah, I mean, it definitely is in the middle of a mall. Yeah. Once you figure it out, it's cool. (laughs) Um, So, Mitchell, what was your take on Jojo Rabbit? Um, I thought it was pretty good. Um, It definitely was, it definitely kind of towed the line a lot. Like, there's a lot of things. It's like, oh, am I allowed to laugh at some of this dark humor? Well, they didn't stop the one guy yeah, from laughing. Yeah, I was about to say. Well, it wasn't dark humor. Anymore. That wasn't even he, the humor. That he was just, just laughed. Like, kids dying. Ha ha ha. Just bad. quickly, we watched the movie with a very obnoxious man who, you know, he was laughing out loud. And I think part of it, it's not his fault. He just had an annoying laugh, yes. is my take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. However, the movie. I, I would still describe it as a comedy. It's a comedy drama, um, but it delves into some realities of World War II, and one of those is that the Nazis were, you know, harsh, and they were hanging anybody that was uh, treasonous. And there's probably the first poignant scene of the movie this guy in our theater wasn't ready for, and they show a bunch of people hanging at the gallows and he bursts out laughing. And then, and so it's t- 
terribly awkward at that point. And after the movie, you could hear him apologizing to his friends like, oh, I didn't know that was supposed to be a serious scene, even though I don't know what he thought. I still don't know what the humor he found in I think that he just like he, he just he just had like a Pavlovian response to like shock. So he assumed that if it was like something shocking, that it was meant to be funny. So he just laughed without even thinking about what was. I, I think that he definitely, unfortunate to us, he probably I, I was jealous of the amount of drinks that he probably had before. The <laughs> so like, because he definitely didn't have a full turn on. But yeah, sorry, Mitchell. Continue with your take. I had I. That's one of the weirder movie experiences I've, I've sure. had. Yeah, it was it was very odd. Um, honestly, I didn't have too much more I wanted to, to say, or at least I don't remember what I was going to say. Uh, <laughs> Thanks but a lot, Ryan. It was. <laughs> it's kind of what I expect from Taika, but in just a really tough to digest setting. But I think it I think it works for the most part. Like a lot of it, just it really started hitting. Um, I th- I did not like Rebel Wilson at all. And that, I think, kind of threw it off for me a little bit. But um, everything else in the movie was was working, and there were just a few scenes I was uncomfortable with, and I think that was kind of the point. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, overall, really enjoyed it. Um, Neither of you have seen Hunt for the Wilder People yet, have you? I haven't. Mm -hmm. That's the one. Well, I guess there are other. I haven't seen Shark vs. Eagle or whatever the one. Yeah. first movie was. Um, That one, because... you know, Thor and what we do in the shadows are pretty much straight comedies throughout. Mm -hmm. Thor gets some action in. Um, well, Hunt for the Wilder People is a, not as, I'm going to say depressing, but there's it it blends the two more, the com- comedy and the drama a little more. Okay. Um, a little more as this movie did. Um, but basically, what I'm getting at is that I totally forget where I was going <laughs> uh, with this point. Uh, so we'll come back to it. Well, you, you kind of like grinned when I said something about Rebel Wilson. Did oh, you have a point there? I told Sam, when the, thank you, Mitchell, that you're... Great interpersonal skills. Um, I told Sam that was my favorite performance of hers because I generally hate her. Um, and they, one thing I said was that they used her sparingly enough. She's she pops up every half hour or something, you know. Sure, yeah, she's, um, she's not all over the place. And I think it might have been my biggest laugh of the movie towards the end, where she <laughs> just pulls the pin on the grenade and shoves the boy out into the war. I. See, that's one of the parts I wasn't sure what oh, it was. Just, to. It was like, like, this oh, is horrible. That might have been the darkest moment, no, no. Of the movie, <laughs> dark, darkest comedic moment of the movie. Um, yeah, well, because it's not even that, but you, she says, go hug the enemy or something. She was used sparingly enough where I thought, like, her, I liked her one liners there, as opposed to when she gets. A 45 second devotion of I'm fat or I'm a slut or something where I just am rolling my eyes. So I liked her more in this movie, but not that that's the selling point of the movie. Just I thought it was funny that you hated it. And I actually said that was my that was her best performance to me. Um, AJ, what was your take on the movie? I hated it too. I hated Rebel Wilson in the movie. She was better in all the Pitch Perfect movies, but um, I didn't bring up Pitch Perfect. Just <laughs> no, 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 I, 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 I know that's what you're talking about. She's better in all those movies than she is in this. But yeah, um, I just I don't really understand the fervent. It, it seems like this has one been one of those movies where like I've been scrolling through Letterboxd and I see a bunch of four and a half, five star reviews. And I see a lot of like one and a half star, two star reviews, and I I feel like this movie is relatively harmless. Uh, I thought it was fine. Um, I never really got on the movie's comedic wavelength. I never really like laughed out loud at any moments that I could remember. Um, but I thought that there was some solid humor. Um, I think that the swing it takes in the third act to really go really depressing is bold. And I admire that. 
Um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, not at a whole lot sticks out of my mind. Like, I, I, I think Thomason McKenzie is an absolute superstar. She's from The uh, Witch, right? No, no that's Anya Taylor Joy. Which which one was she from? Because you liked in, her in something else. She was in Leave No Trace last year. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Um, I think there's something else that she was in that I've You've seen. You brought her up before. But yeah, she's a phenomenal young actress. Um, and I thought that, I just thought that she was just like exuded charm throughout every scene and carried everything. I thought that the young boy, I think Roman Griffin Buttos, I don't know, something, I, I'd probably mess one of those names up, but it's a three name thing. It starts with Roman. He's good. Uh, good casting. He kind of just gets to be a kid. Um, I don't really get what Taika's going for. Uh, I didn't really laugh at any of the Hitler stuff. Um, well, I, so he he brought up that he was trying to... He had an yes. impossible time casting Hitler. Nobody wanted to play Hitler. Right. He played it himself. And I thought... So it was interesting because like his portrayal kind of mirrors the tone the movie takes where it's comedic the first two acts and then he kind of hits you with the reality of who Hitler was in the third act. Kind of, but he's always like, supposed to be a figment of a 10-year-old child's imagination. Yeah, so it's 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 strange. Um, I respect him for doing it because if it was really, like, that many people saw it as, like, I don't know, career suicide or too inappropriate or something, like, appreciate him stepping up to do it. And he was just like, I mean, what's more appropriate than a Jew playing Hitler? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so... Um, Sorry, but go on. No, I mean, there's, I mean, I, I mean, that's that, that's kind of where I yeah. get to the, the end of my road there. So uh, we did mention that that one, like the the one friend, just coming up and hugging him every time. Oh, like, that's no yeah, matter what was going on. That like, was if, if you just cut those three seats or whatever, how many scenes together Yorkie, into a short Yorkie, film? Yeah. Oh my god, it's a masterpiece. Yorkie was so funny, was, and you missed because you missed Yorkie's openings. I did. Which we all missed the very start of the movie, which we want to see, because yeah. apparently it was set yeah. to um, yeah, a, Beatles a Beatles song, song in German, yeah. uh, and it's a montage of the Hitler Youth just doing recreational Hitler Youth activities. Yeah. Uh, we caught up for the end where Rebel Wilson says, let's have a book burning, and all the kids get excited and burn books, which I thought was also funny. But Yorkie is this fat little friend of his who gets put into the army and pops up now and again throughout the movie. Uh, I thought he was great. Um, I laughed out loud a lot, um, and I liked the turn it took. There's a gut punch that kind of kicks off the third act, um, and they tie it in with uh, Thomas and McKenzie is a Jew hiding in, uh, I forget the kid's name, but he's, she's hiding in his attic. And they meet, and the movie's about the relationship and uh, how they view each other. Um but in the third, she loves a. There's a poet she likes, and at the end of the movie, they post a quote from him. And I liked how the quote from him kind of mirrored the movie. And it's a comedy, and then they start mixing very heavy moments of realism of the realism of World War II with the comedy. And I, I liked the back and forth where you're, you're uncomfortable at the end of the movie of oh my god, like am I supposed to, am I laughing? Am I crying? Like what's going on right now? Um, and I like how that was handled. I recommend it a lot. Dom went and saw it yesterday. He sent me a Snapchat. He went to Condado and then went and saw Jojo rabbit. And he was like, this is my Ryan day. I was like, Oh my God, I'm so flattered right now. And he said, he went and saw it without any trailers. He said, I'm trusting my movie guy. And I said, Ooh, and you all, I said, you'll also get a kick out of Scarlett Johansson. Cause I thought it's the best she's ever looked. Uh, better than it's, I mean, it's not the, well, she's she gets naked in uh, that one creepy ass body movie. 
Uh, under the skin. And she wears black leather all through uh, Marvel. Too. Yeah. The worst of the Iron Man movies. That's true. Uh, oh, man. I just, I just watched Iron Man 3 on Disney Plus. So <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's moved up to number one, folks. It's above Three. Black Panther. It's above Endgame. Okay. Well, we'll have to see where you're... End, well, we'll have to see where you place... Do you, did you mean Infinity War or you mean Endgame? Endgame. He, he liked Endgame more than Endgame. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Infinity War. Okay. Uh, we'll get, <laughs> we'll get to the end of the summer. year rankings. Uh, but she was just very pretty. And anyway, yeah. so Dom, Dom goes... Oh, I didn't even know Scarjo is in this one. Wow, thanks for the recommendation. <laughs> yeah, and also, and I, I, Mitchell, Mitchell and I basically talked through the entire movie as we were going on. We should have just made our own podcast then and just uh, said it then. But um, I liked, I thought that it was good. They were going to get weird with like a foot fetish thing, but uh, it ended up being thematically resonant in a moment that you did not need to see. So yeah, Quentin liked, Tarantino can take notes. Movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I, don't, I mean, there's like other stuff like, so. Uh, Sam Rockwell, I thought he was bad, too. Um, one other thing is that oh, Mitchell God. and I saw the Alfie Allen thing differently in the movie. Really? Okay, yeah. did you like Alfie Allen in it? No, it wasn't that. It was okay. just that I thought from the beginning... Like, there was a, a, a scene in the beginning where I got tipped off as to what I thought Alfie Allen's char- character ended up being. I thought he, it was overt. I thought so, too. I, I thought it was subtle until a certain point when it was like, oh, okay, this is obviously... He, I like When Alfie did you get... Be, yeah. No, I mean, on. almost from scene one, he... It, well, I, I guess I wasn't looking for it. Do you, so remember, think, do you remember a moment where you got tipped off to it? I, I, I was just going to say his body language. He, yeah. His body language was conveyed it. I thought, I guess not clearly, but I think he did such a good job with it that I noticed right away, like, he behaved very differently. Yeah, was, there's there's that um specifically to me it was the scene of the pool where you how see he's sitting. Him, yeah, well, how yeah. he's crossing his legs. So yeah. Mitchell said that he didn't Well, I wasn't that. I wasn't really looking at his shoulder, yeah, his shoulders, well, his leg, like it was I really liked that. Um and I liked I liked it. It, it it's a little over the top at the end, but I liked how they handled that and I don't I don't want to spoil kind of the the turning point in the movie, but when Sam Rockwell and Alfie Allen, um, when they run into the Gestapo, um, that actually tip, they actually tip that next scene in that when they mm-hmm. come back yeah. to the house, um, which I didn't catch till after reading the comments, but like, oh my God, that makes sense. And, uh, and I really liked how that was handled too, but I liked those, those, those characters mm-hmm. were nice because you have to assume those people existed I mean, oh, absolutely! Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I love the message since I didn't think it needed to hit it as hard as it did. But, yeah, but um, at the same time, maybe it didn't exactly. Hit it as hard, that's, like, that's, yeah. that's why. That's what made me think. Of it. And also, Stephen Merchant and his little <laughs> scene—he's fantastic. He's very good. <laughs> um, and uh, there—it's uh, the Gestapo is investigating that, looking through the house, looking for the 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 Jew that's hiding. And which I, I don't know if I'm supposed to be saying the Jew, but I don't. It's, As, it's 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 given away within the first probably what twenty minutes of the movie. No, 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 not as a plot twist. I don't know what the. From, am I supposed to say the Jew? I don't know what the the politically correct term. I, mean, I, I, I don't know how else you would know. Yeah. I mean, I guess anyways, so anyways, a couple of characters like run into the house and say, like, "Oh my god, what did we miss?" And they're just like, "Oh, we were just hell Hitlering the kid." And they do and a couple. It's kind of a Family Guy comedic tone almost where it's a rep- there's a bunch of repetitive hail hitlerings in this scene but it i thought they did it perfectly because i was i was yeah, laughing it was fun. It. well they, they tied it off to kind of uh, an interesting 
uncomfortable character moment too for mm-hmm. Thomas McKenzie. Yeah, for sure, absolutely. And I think she played that off really well. Yeah, she's. I mean, gosh, she's phenomenal. But yeah, <laughs> um, and I just wanted to say because I feel like we're all doing a co- collective like clap of the hands for a Jojo Rabbit. I want to say I'm a lot more lukewarm than some of the things I've said. I I think that it doesn't really ever balance its own all that well. Uh, I I think that the the best it could be is what I gave it, which is a six out of ten. So. Yeah, I mean, we'll we're gonna we're get, uh, rapidly arriving to our list of movies for the year. Um, I don't know my count. I'll, I feel like I'll have been towards thirty movies by the end of the year. Yeah, um, I, I wouldn't even be surprised with how many we may end up seeing in December if you guys could get past that. And I'll be um, what we're going to see for before tomorrow. Mm-hmm. That'll be seventy for me. Oh, geez. Okay, and then we have we saw we are locked. I mean, I'm gonna see Knives Out. I'm gonna see Star Wars. I mean, we already have tickets for Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting to 80 easy. I'm trying to, I'm like right in between the think of like, do I push and try to get for 100 or do I just slow roll and go 88 or 85? But yeah, yeah. there's still plenty of movies I have to see. But yeah, so we're going to go over and get dinner at this late hour. And uh, I'm going to drink away my presumed fantasy football loss. We'll see. We're gonna we'll tell. See. Don't say we'll see. We're gonna tell. I, I, just, I can't wait for the first play of the game for Lamar Jackson that eighty yard touchdown. Well, the, okay, Holiday. that's the other thing I had to complain about was I still had I, had, I was still looking good yesterday. My kicker missed three extra points. My quarterback got well, benched. You were talking about how great your kickers were, so that's the, yeah, that's, 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 that's <laughs> where you poisoned yourself. Oh, I'm gonna cut his ass. I'm so well. I, just, yeah. I mean, whatever. He had four. You, you dropped the wrong one. I did drop the wrong one, but. Derrick Henry goes off for 29, so DB, fuck your Jags, because this happens all the time. Or he was 27, he fumbled his last play, yeah. thankfully. Um, he busts his like class, like, oh, it's week 13, I guess I'll just run for 300 yards and two TDs today. So he, so <laughs> I, two TDs last week, too. So he drops that on me, and then I'm watching the Sunday night game, because I still am like, in okay shape if Devontae Adams doesn't go off, and he does jack shit, he has third, three points in the third quarter, and then they start running the ball with him, and he gets a running touchdown and then catches the two-point conversion. So it's immediately Mitchell just picks up like 11 points from Devontae Adams. Like, oh, well, I guess I'll just go fuck myself then. I mean, that was his objection, though. Yeah, but, like, they got obliterated by the Niners, and he got shut down all night. Like, Richard Sherman was glue on him for some reason. So they're like, well, like, what if we just use him at running back? And then it... Eric, Aaron Jones didn't do shit. It was great. I, I'm I'm still on the train. The Brigantine boys. I, as long as it doesn't, as long as we don't have to play each other before it, I think Mitchell and I have a good chance to meet. In the, Is this the house. street you're on, or what's that? Yeah, Brigantine Court. Oh, okay. Yep. So I, I call us the Brigantine boys. Brigantine generals. You could be. I think you're thinking of a brigadier general. Yeah, I am. Just we're just, just workshopping some stuff. That's fine. Uh, anybody else have any takes to make? Oh, we gotta have a hot take, damn it! You don't have that. You don't have to. We could just go drink. <coughs> you said you yeah, I mean it's yeah. It's I mean I mean we I mean we gotta eat dinner. The three of us like that's it's almost eight o'clock. Yeah. I mean I had my myself a nice dinner, so maybe I could come up with a hot take here in the next couple of minutes. A um, couple of minutes. You guys really yeah. want to eat? Okay. Well, so I'm just saying we should just go. Goodbye, Four dollar Long Islands are waiting. Goodbye. <laughs> we can't. Their hot take is goodbye. I'm sorry. You can't take. Well, I don't have a hot take. Yeah, it sounds well, like. Well, okay, Mitchell. If you don't have a hot take, how about you tell us? Do you have a hot date lined up here soon? Uh, Wednesday, I'm doing stuff. Is that number seven? 
I haven't. I lost count. And all, all of you are much more into the count thing than Mitchell is. Yeah. We're yeah. I met her on Saturday night. She was a very nice woman. Yeah. We had I a agree. Good time. We That's had why some, we're all pumped. Some nice wine and cheese and like gold metal. Oh, I keep forgetting that you guys have already met her. I just wasn't there that night. Oh yeah, no, that's why we're pumped because it was glowing reviews coming off of uh, date number four, three. So yeah, this is, I mean, this is exponential at this point. I assume you're going to have your wedding before Jason. So speaking of weddings, I had a wedding on what, Saturday. <laughs> How did that go? <laughs> it was it was my cousin's wedding. It was downtown. Um, the reception was at Woodward Theater, which is a very nice venue, and um, he had Dewey's Pizza and Chipotle caterers wedding. And instead of, um, like, they don't really like cake, so they had a cake to cut, but then they were serving donuts out instead of cake, which what? I love donuts. Christina did a donut rack, too, at hers. It was interesting. Yeah. People are getting real creative with how they do the weddings, which I like, because there's no reason to drop X infinity amount of dollars on steaks or whatnot. Yeah. 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 And, like, I, I, I do, like, I've never been a big cake person, so I like that people are going their own way with it. Cake, 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 cake. <laughs> Also, I went to my first drag show that night, too. <laughs> so after that, my cousin's gay, so he wanted to do that while he was down there. Did you get back, like, what, like 4 or 5 a.m.? Oh, shit, yeah. It was late. <laughs> then didn't come out of bed Ryan, until, like, 7.30. Ryan was chronicling your door opening. We got updates every couple hours. I did not get any sleep, so I just slept all night. I stayed at Sam's the night before, and I was there... And I didn't leave till halftime of the Browns game. And I came home, and Clint's just not on the couch, which is a My position you expect to find him in. And I just like looked at Sam. I was like, I bet he had a big night last night. <laughs> and he didn't roll out of bed for another like four or five hours. <laughs> oh, man. Also, go Bucks. Go Bucks. Yeah, go another big uh, It's beat Michigan week. Um, it's also Lord of the Rings. Of Lord of the Rings. Yes. I'm so dude. We're gonna have a crowd. I'm so pumped. We, oh, it's how many people we have? I think we're looking at about. Well, is Zach coming? I think so. Oh, he okay. Yeah. So we're gonna have. So it's us. We're four. gonna need to bring another. I. I. I'm. I've believe the logistics have been in the back of my head for a week now because I'm. Can't believe what yeah. we've gotten into. Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering how much like food I need to bring. Like, <laughs> so it's gonna be us four, Zach, Shane, um, a. Girl from Sam's work, her husband. Uh, Brian? Who? Brian? One of the Brian's? Oh, no, no, no. His name's Tony. He's super cool. He lives right by... He, um, so, thing about Tony is, Sam goes... I've met him. I've hung out with him a couple times now. Sam goes, oh, you'll love this guy. He's a nerd, too. And I was like, well, thanks. But I'm like, okay, what do you mean by, like, he's a nerd? Like, because, you know, I like movies and video games and TV. She's like, well, he makes his own swords. And I was like... Oh, hold on a second. <laughs> but he he's he's really cool and he's super hyped because he's he's let's see he's thirty two I think he's got three kids and he is free for the black. Oh yeah, he's hyped for this. So that's seven. Well, we have to after each the conclusion of each movie we have to take a shot. I'm, I'm putting oh, yeah, the rule fine. down now. All right, that's really Can it be a mead? <laughs> if someone wants to buy it, right, yes. so for Zach, Shane, Tony, Logan. So I think we're at eight. And Logan, oh, I forgot to tell you guys, Logan is officially back in. He's he for said sure he, back in. He said he pulled, he said he applied, I forget what his word was. He applied some pressure at work. He's, he's in now. Uh, so I think eight, I think we can put four on the couch. I'm, tr- I'm thinking about pulling the coffee table and, like, maybe putting an air mattress down and then, like, 
three more people can lay on the air mattress to watch or something and then put like a chair or two back in the corner behind the couch. So okay. we'll get creative with it. Uh, I'm keep brainstorming your rules. If we have um, voter submissions, we're going to podcast after the Lord of the Rings binge. So if you have drinking rules you want to give us, uh, that those drinking rules will affect the quality of the podcast after yes. the fact. Yeah, so or, or, or topics if there's anything. Like it doesn't even, it doesn't have to be Lord of the Rings related, whatever you guys want to hear us talk about. If or you want to talk, if you want me to talk about my repressed sexual feelings for Viggo Mortensen, we can get into that. Um, yeah, we're done. Uh, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it should be a good time. Uh, but until then, uh, Mitchell, say goodbye. Goodbye. Clint. Adios. You saw my line. Adios, folks. Yeah, that was, that was <laughs> oh, dirty. Oh, was it? <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that enough. Till next time. <laughs> <laughs>